Yo, Sam. Hey, Nathan. What's up? Not too much. Enjoying some very warm weather. Uh, it's gotten a lot colder today, but the last few days have been insane. Like summer, um, almost like hot. <laughs> Yesterday was hot. Yeah. So it was. Yeah, it was legitimately like fire outside, and I was very happy. Uh, I want to show you this water I'm drinking. I was going to say, is that pomegranate juice or no, something? It looks like water. coffee. Check it out. Okay, it's okay. It's just pure, straight up water, but it's black. Wait, it's, why is it black? It, the brand I, is BLK, stands for black, and it totally messes with your brain because it looks very much like a soda. Like it would have, you know, a deep flavor to it, but it's purely just water, um, and it's got fulvic trace minerals in it, which turns it black. What? Yeah. Fascinating. See, it's so it's such a a strong black. It's though. very dark. No flavor, no texture, nothing. It's just pure water. It's weird. It literally just tastes like straight up water. Mm-hmm. Does it stain your teeth? No, I don't think so. I, I've only had it for a few days. Uh, Nessa read about it somewhere, and she just thought it'd be fun to try. So I'm trying it out. It's it's cool. I don't know if I can get past the mental like <laughs> flavor is supposed to be there, looking. but it's not. And it is bizarre looking to anyone else, probably. But it's good. So try it out. I'm still still a fan of boxed water, though. I think boxed water does taste the best as far as boxed bottled water. water goes. I think what you I think what you like about the boxed water is the paper water the the paperness of the water that's true i like the the experience of drinking out of it is nice uh it's just i'm talking about the flavor of what? the paper no you don't taste the paper you, you taste the paper no it's got like a wax lined coating on the inside so it's not like it's touching the paper mm. it doesn't matter it's excellent water i highly recommend mm. boxed water but it is delicious i, I have had it so you're recovering from what exactly I'm recovering from a bridal show. Yeah. Give us, give us the lowdown. The, the laydown? <laughs> I don't know. The, the down low, low? The lowdown. The down low. The DL. Um, so it was fun. As an extrovert, I had a good time. However, I don't think that I'm going to do another one again. <laughs> I, I so... might do the same one next year, maybe, just because it's, it's very cost-effective. And it's, it's based in the city whatever. of Richmond, right? Like downtown or something at a hotel. Yeah, so what, what, it, walk me through the, the visual you walk into the building and so it was held in this ancillary room of the Richmond science museum. And if you've ever been to the Richmond science museum, it's awesome. They have an SR 71 in there um, and everything, cool. but we weren't unfortunately directly under the sr-71 which is what i would have preferred my booth (laughs) Booth. to be how did they assign booth placement i don't know but i had a really good placement and some other photographers had really rough placement and i kind of felt bad for them yeah Um, Mm. when you walk in it's basically this giant this giant square room and they had i think uh, four sort of rows of vendors, basically. Was it like separated by curtains and rods? Yes. So each like a job fair. Yeah, exactly. It was like a ten or twenty foot 
area where you could showcase your business. And so there was all kinds of weird stuff there. There was um, there was caterers. There were dancer like dancing lessons. New up and coming venues. So some farm venues. One of which wasn't even built yet. They were just there to just hey check out our new space and it was pretty cheap coming soon yeah uh, that's y- interesting it makes a lot of sense for venues i guess uh-huh and um, sort of because as a brad and groom like you'd really have to go see it in person so maybe not yeah i i don't know they had a pretty impressive display i mean some of these people kind of whatever they sort of threw it together but a lot of people took it pretty seriously and had some kind of amazing setups uh, some of the other photographers just had like unbelievable amounts of prints, just prints everywhere. So some of them w- looked really cool. Yeah. So you walk in and you just kind of go, I guess if you're a bride, you just kind of go up and down all these rows and you just kind of shop around for whatever you're, you're still looking for, for your wedding. Did you notice if anybody was offering or getting like bookings right on the spot, like right then and there, or was it mostly just like a Q and a, here's some materials, like reach out type of situation. So I was kind of led to the interpretation that after the show, sometimes brides will come back and book things, but that was not what happened. Like at the show, you mean? Yes, at the show. As in, the show started at one and ended at five. There's a fashion show, I guess, which was dresses or suits or something. And during that time, there was some kind of prizes given, including... Basically, everybody had to contribute a door prize as well of some... some so I assume with photographers, that was mostly like a session. Yeah. For me, I just threw a mini session in, which I'm just going to... 30, 30 minutes or an hour of some place in Richmond, yeah. um, and which is fine. Then afterwards, yeah, people are, were supposedly going to come back and book whoever was available. And uh, nobody came back after that, so I I don't know what the now deal nobody was. came back to you or nobody. You did, I mean, I'm sure you can no, like, observe other just nothing, huh? Literally, Yikes. the the place was like a wasteland after four thirty. So while it was sort of going though, um, basically brides would just go up and down and talk to anybody, and you sort of had to catch their eye and kind of give them your little spiel about what your deal was. Um, I was going to say, I it, bet you've really honed that in after <laughs> kind of, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I definitely was out of my element cause I did not have any clue what to do or what to say. So I just kind of was very just, Hey, I'm Nathan. I've been shooting for 10 years, moved here recently. Here's, want want here's me to shoot info. your wedding? Yeah. <laughs> like, like look at, look at my photos and, yeah. cool. um, yeah, and we had a little. So what we did is we had a little table set up where you could look at a slideshow or get some materials and get some candy. And then on the other side of the booth, we had two chairs that you could just sit in and take a look at the albums that I brought. Yeah, and that was basically how it worked. And I think so. I was expecting to meet about like a hundred brides. I guess I don't know where that number came from, but it just kind of. I don't know. I convinced myself that I would talk to a hundred brides. I think I probably talked to maybe 20 or maybe 30, um, Mm. which was, 
Yeah, it was, I was a little bit Yeah, like less than a about quarter that, of what you were expecting. That's, yeah. yeah, that is a bummer. Now, the the brides that I did talk to, which... You, so, when they, so when these brides are coming through, they're either coming through with a parent, usually their mom, or a bridesmaid or maid of honor okay. that is yep. going around with them. The other thing that surprised me, which I guess I shouldn't be su- have been surprised about if I had thought about it a little bit more, is that a lot of these brides were booking for 2019. Uh, they were booking yeah. like deep 2019 in some cases. One one person was like, "We don't know what time our wedding's going to what day our wedding's going to be, but it's going to be in October of 2019." It's like, "Oh, okay." So a lot of these people had just gotten engaged. Yeah. They I th- I think the other thing about this particular bridal show that, that that may be the reason that a lot of the other vendors there told me that they really liked this particular bridal show is that the cost for entry is really low. I think it's like five or ten bucks to get into the show. And there's a $1,000 towards your wedding prize that you know, any bride could potentially win that comes in addition to a prize for every vendor that is there so you're pretty much going to get something out of it no matter what and if you're a bride and so right uh, and i was already contacted by the person who won my mini session thing and we're going to do a session in april that's cool it's just kind of unfortunate that there's there's no i mean i guess they can't make any guarantees for you right yeah the photographer of course yeah yeah, you're gonna you know walk away with or at least somebody be able to walk away with a guaranteed booking (laughs) so well you live and learn that's yeah experience to go through and yep and i think out of the so i think to sort of wrap up about my feelings about it i think there there are two things that basically first it was a good experience for me just to sort of get a feel for the area get a feel for what Richmond is like. Richmond's very local. I think I've mentioned that on the show before, but Richmond's extremely local and, and sort of trying to get into that zone here is, uh, is challenging. And so I kind of want to connect with people face to face, which is kind of nice. Secondly, right. I mean, you, you mean like in a sense that the vendors are very yeah. mm-hmm. referral based to each other. Sort of. Yeah, so I went around and talked to all the the vendors and said, "Hey, you know, here's me." Cool. Um, so that's cool. And the other thing is, it really forced me to kind of kick some of my some of the aspects of my business that I've been dragging my feet on for a little while, like website and and some print materials and albums and things like that, and sure. kick that into high gear. And yeah, button. I mean, this is the time of year to do that with the mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, kind of downtime slower. Yep. So we're ac- you're not actually editing and shooting as much. So just like, you got to knock that stuff out. I'm, I'm redoing actually starting to utilize a section of my website that I had built when my website was originally remade like two years ago. I'm <laughs> nice. um, starting to utilize a section of it that, uh, was done. It was sort of meant to be, instead of just sending clients like a fancy email with like a link to their gallery, it'd be a fancy email with a link to a landing page that had a collection of everything they, they would need. Obviously a link to their gallery, follow-up stuff about ordering prints, um, just like one link, one page to get everything instead of them having to keep track of just their gallery link and then everything else getting lost in email. That's awesome. As, uh, yeah. So I'm still not done with it, but yeah, that's something that's been, I've been sitting on for years now, <laughs> uh, which is not great, but you know, it, it, it frustrates me still that there isn't a, 
you know, we both use shoot proof for our client galleries. It's like, guys, Mm -hmm. this is a wide open opportunity for you to make a, some seamless album gallery to album integration. Uh, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Like, I can't believe that no, no studios, uh, have, haven't haven't yet partnered with an album making company or created their own like album subdivision thing to like make this one seamless experience of like you've got your full gallery you can favorite your photos send everybody else oh yeah also you know here's where you flag for your album and then the album design process and all of that is also done for the photographer in the same kind of back end so the experience is seamless yeah i don't know why nobody's done that yet it seems kind of crazy to me and uh, i think that the back end of that maybe a little more complicated than just doing it but i agree that it need it would be so beneficial for any photographer to have the ability to have your clients really easily flag their images and you just you just knock them you throw them right into Yep, and a, that way the, the album could sit in, their, album, in yep. their online gallery as a slideshow version, too. Like, of course, they get it as a printed mm-hmm. book, but it's kind of cool to have the slideshow of the album as well. You can set it to music or something like that, whatever. Um, but that way, yeah, it's it's just like all in one place. So anyway, this thing I have on my website, it's just kind of a, a Band-Aid to that problem. It's trying to get everything in one place. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to use it this year. I'm, I'm interested to see what that looks like. One other thing I'm thinking about doing, if I can come up with a really good uh, uh, frictionless way to do this, is, you know, I'm never, I am ne- I almost never see clients after their wedding day. Like we don't have follow-up meetings. I might see them randomly in person for whatever reason, but yeah. generally never need again. And I'm, I'm going to do like a, a video thank you to everybody that I want to just embed at like the very top of their their client gallery page. Like I, the thing that I just talked about at the top will be an embedded video. Just like, Mm. Hey, Steven and Sarah, like this is, you know, just me saying thank you one more time and blah, blah, blah. Just kind of give them some final notes and on, but make it actually personalized. I think that's awesome. Especially if you just say their names, uh, be really effective in terms of people feeling special and cared about since I don't mail anything in the mail anymore. I feel like that's a really easy way to do something similar to that no um, usbs anymore no i haven't done that for years uh the other thing i think it would be awesome is to make it <laughs> wear the exact same shirt in the exact same place and setting with lighting and then like just record their names and then at some point cut <laughs> and, to the exact same video <laughs> that i would send everybody just That's to really you know, make it ultra efficient but uh, hi kyle and jenny <laughs> Anyway, that's something I'm planning to do this year. And, and part, part of that came about of just rethinking, yeah, like, like what you did, um, mm. sort of your client materials and stuff that you want to represent your brand. Yeah, it's, it is really interesting just thinking about how stepping back for a, a few minutes and seeing how you present yourself, how you come across to other people. And it is very visceral to especially that first bride you know they coming coming right up to me this which is totally i've never had this experience before of someone basically being like hi i'm emily what do you do and i have to just (laughs) say it and i'm like i don't i don't know i want to give them this long like (laughs) yeah it's i i don't know it's it's really weird i mean a client meeting is one thing where you're sitting there and you are talking very specifically and pointedly about what their wedding could potentially look like on these ones. I was just, I just had seconds to basically give them a little bit about who I was and then try to get some info out of them. What do they like about 
um, or what, what, a, what is their wedding going to look like? What are they looking for in a wedding photographer? Mm-hmm. And to think introspectively and wonder, what am I really offering to these people is, is pretty interesting, especially when you are surrounded by other photographers of all levels of skill and experience. So, you sure. know, some, some other photographers in there have been doing it a lot longer than I have. Some haven't, some were good, some were not as good. And, um, and it was just really weird to have this all in one place happening at the same time. It's, uh, not necessarily something I, I would suggest everybody has to do. It was definitely interesting and I don't regret the experience. I just hope that I get some kind of bookings out of it. <laughs> yeah. That's the, yeah, it, it's really fascinating. I still don't do a good enough job of kind of diving in with people about where exactly the, and how they came across my work. And, right. Uh, like if I were, I always think this, if I were a person without any knowledge of the wedding industry and I needed to find somebody for it, I would totally be hitting, I think, Yelp, stuff like that. Yeah. Even though yeah, I, I have had zero luck with Yelp as an actual lead uh, source, like not zero luck, but very little. Like I don't, yeah, Yelp mm-hmm. has been very fruitless other than them reaching out to have me advertise on there. And maybe that's the key. And, and I also haven't tried very hard. Like the reviews on there are just that people left. I don't nudge people in any direction to leave reviews anywhere. Yep. And so I think that has something to do with it. If you had a hundred reviews, I bet you would generally surface to the top a lot more. And maybe people yep. do book very well off of Yelp, but uh, I, I, know would, I personally would go yeah. there, but I know the clients I always get that inquire from Yelp are, are really low budget, very yes. low ball clients. Mm-hmm. And, and that was sort of the, I mean, to be honest with you, purely subjectively looking at the type of clients that came through, type of brides that came through, I was not, I had no clue what their budget was. And I was clearly the most expensive option for what I was offering. That was also a concern to me, just being like, well, there's other options here that are all of them are, are cheaper than what I'm offering. But, you know, I feel like photos basically speak for themselves. Yeah. And I gotta, I gotta admit too, the older I get, the longer I own a house, essentially, the more I realize that, yeah, you know, wedding photography, expensive, four or $5,000 is a lot of money for, for yeah. photos, but it's actually it's not that much money. Like as an adult, I'm realizing any, any simple thing that we want to have worked. And we've talked about this before, but yep. we were, we wanted somebody to come out to give a quote for just a small add on. Basically, uh, uh, we have a shed. We want to make a bigger shed that has a lot more storage and maybe a place that we could work. So we're talking like a shed. <laughs> and yes. the guy comes up and he's like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. We can do it. Definitely. It's $5,500 uh, to, to draw up the plans and everything. It's just like, oh, oh yeah, $5,500 just to draw up plans. But, you know, at the same time, uh, that's in my head, I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. You're, you're drawing up architectural, architectural plans. I mean, in order to have a door installed in our wall, just cut a hole and put in a door. It was $4,500. Like, I mean, I know this is house stuff, so it's a house and physical labor is very expensive, but at the same sure. time, like, yeah. So, like, so is the, you know, wedding photography is very physically intensive and hard work and really high stakes. You know, you want it done right. Yes. There is no ability to send someone back out another day and fix that problem if there was. Um, 
Um, and as I get older and older, and of course, as you have more money and savings and make more, it, 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 it's apparent to me that like, yeah, $2,500 for a photographer, $3,000, not that much money when you, when you think of like as an adult. So, and you know, now that I'm almost into my mid thirties, I'm realizing that, but as once you're you know, safely in your twenties, uh, and you have no money, it, the world mm-hmm. seems like excessively expensive. It's weird how things start to shift in perspective. Absolutely. And I feel like you just have to find the best photographer that you can for your budget. Um, Absolutely. I I don't know what... I was just kind of a little bit at a loss for what to do other than just show my photos. And if you like them, great. And if not, then there's lots of other photographers out here that... Yeah, I think the thing that a lot of people don't realize is... The trade-off that you're you're making with you you probably can find a decent photographer that's very affordable, uh, and they have like an impressive portfolio, and they you will get a, a couple of great photos, sure, uh, potentially, <laughs> if conditions are right and th- things don't go too awry, and you know, right. Uh, so the thing that you you lose, I think, most often with with more budget photographers and people that haven't been shooting very long, is just inability to improvise and create great photos in any situation and inability to create great, maybe not amazing, but great work consistently in every layer of the day, every, every part of the day, uh, versus, you know, $2,500, $3,000 photographers generally might really excel at portraits, but really suck at making a great experience for the family photos to be fast, efficient and seamless. Or, you know, one or the other, you're always making trade-offs versus once you start getting into like double that budget, you have somebody that's just like, you know, firing on all cylinders, no matter what the experience of the day is. Uh, so it's a, it's a tough, that's a tough thing to get a sense of when you're interviewing totally. photographers. And it's a tough thing to even realize that you want or is necessary until you go through your wedding day. <laughs> and that's why it's really, you know, I guess yeah. important to try and educate clients and strike a balance about pointing that out without being too pushy. Like I'm going to be better than somebody who's cheaper than me. Like you don't want to come across as that either during a client of course. meeting. But. but I'll give you a direct example of that. I had one bride that came up to me and she said she's having her wedding at a dimly lit restaurant and could I handle that? I, I was sort it's so so weird to me that a person would even ask that question. But it's but totally I completely understand. If you don't know anything about wedding photography and you haven't done any you know real research, um you might be wondering what I don't know if this guy can handle it. And so I just sure. had to basically say my whole thing is I love the challenge of any crazy scenario. I want you to throw the weirdest possible thing at me and I'm going to great create great photos. And I don't know. That was just that I had to if for some reason that just completely threw me for a loop and I complete and after she left I completely forgot to actually show her physical examples of uh, yeah. Of one, which was like right next to me. That's a good point that the difference between a budget photographer and a, and a, a truly good photographer is not just getting some great photos, but getting basically all great photos. Yeah. No matter at least what. all good photos. Yeah. No matter what the circumstance of, um, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you can see on, you know, people's portfolios that don't have, a lot of experience that they will generally include photos that should not be included in a portfolio 
for one reason or another, even if they're just minor reasons, a hand is out of place or they're looking, they look a little bit weird, but everything else about the photo is good. So you include in your portfolio. I think the difference between a good photographer and a great one is they don't show their bad work (laughs) sometimes. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, You know, or, or photos that don't quite work out. Those get called out instead of getting included for whatever reason. So yeah. Well, glad you went through it. I'm surprised you'll be going back again. Uh, you don't want to research I, other ones and see if there's any. No, definitely not. Because the other ones that are in the, the area are three to five times more expensive for what I have been told is basically. See, then you start getting into the mental clients. game of like, oh, right. Well, maybe, maybe I definitely would get a booking at the nice, more expensive one. Of course, <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, well, but maybe not. Yeah. Maybe it'd be the exact same situation. And huh. the thing is, is now I'm, I'm. The reason that I say I might do it again next year is that I got all the material for it. So it's just yeah, instead of you have your entire. I, I, you know, I spent a good amount of money getting ready for it, including binders and. Or, I mean, albums and prints. And One thing you might want to consider to also is, since it is an in-person experience, having a time incentive. Uh, so maybe not same day, but like, hey, you know, if, here, take my information. Just want to let you know that if you, if you end up booking or paying a, a deposit within seven days after this event or something like that, or today, uh, you know, it's less, something like that. Just to really make sure people don't meander too much. Cause I would imagine they get a little bit of information overload at this kind of thing. And and they go off and Hmm. start focusing on their venue and other things. And then realize by the time it comes around to find a photographer again, you've sort of sifted away. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're still in their memory. That'd be great. But I just, yeah, the longer the time between that event, uh, and their wedding date, the less, far less likely they are to actually come out and book you compared to, yep. Yeah. Keeping it close and fresh with the, with that in-person experience, you know, really vivid in their memory. So, uh, I'd be interested to know if anybody else has tried that or if you try it next year, I don't know. That's a lot of money. Maybe not that much, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was, o- I was offering a 10, basically just 10% off if you, if you um, mention the expo when you book me, so we'll 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 see. And I, and I mean, I recognize. I wrote down everybody's names that came through and everything. There were other photographers that were signing people up for mailing lists and things like that, and I just didn't want to deal with that. That is a little weird. I would definitely not want to be on that list as a client, <laughs> as a yeah. person. Uh, but yeah, these are remember that. these are also brides, and after this, they're just expecting to get. You know, they talk to every type of thing and people are dancing in front of them. They were trying meatballs. I mean, like that was, (laughs) oh, that was the other thing is that we, so in terms of placement, I pretty much had the best like seat in the house. Why? Because I was right across from catering. The catering people were churning it. There was this Southern food place that was just cranking out this like awesome Southern food right in front of me. So people were just congregated around our area, the entire show, which was nice. (laughs) Well, that's cool. Uh, Keep, keep, keep his posted if uh you i'm curious yeah we should keep a tally as they come through oh yeah uh, i will definitely they, be doing that hopefully you get at least one that would, that would be i know i really i really hope so and i would say three or four that very specifically said i would love to 
you know, kind of work with you type thing, but we'll, we'll see what that means. It's funny. I had a, I have had a client who is really pressing on budget to the point where I'm just like not replying to them anymore because they just keep coming (laughs) up with new things. They want to adjust with their their Uh, budget. It's like your wedding is two years out still like guys, we can figure this out later. I don't want to do, they keep asking for more for nothing essentially. And Mm. like, it was really funny because I've had like four meetings now with, with them at this point. And on the phone and so not a huge time commitment but still that's like a lot that's a little it, bit of it's, a that's a yellow flag it's mental, situation it's yeah. a mental load it's mental and load. it's uh you know yeah we really love you we, we we love everything about your work and you know your approach um it's just the biggest constraint for us is our budget <laughs> that's literally the thing that's the biggest constraint for everybody yeah, i know the, what you're trying to say you're trying everybody. to say i'm too i you know, you you can't pay as much as you, uh, as much as I'm asking, but that's something that you should have determined and realized the very first reply that I sent with all of my pricing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so frustrating to have so much time invested in going back and forth and have say something that generic and obvious, uh, right out of the gate, you know, uh, six meetings in, it's just frustrating, but it it is a little weird, especially when you have your at least base price like straight up listed on the public site like yeah. mine is and um well people don't read you know they really that's don't true. people don't read uh, people don't read and it's fine i don't read a lot of things too uh although it is the very first question in my faq yeah <laughs> <laughs> starting price uh yeah, so that's the way it goes okay so moving Moving on, what have you been up to this week? You went to you you went uh, down to Texas. Austin. Yeah, I was in Texas for a workshop on Saturday. Austin, Texas, and San Antonio had tons of good food. Great Tex Mex. I'm actually getting hungry now just thinking about it. Mm. Excellent barbecue Delicious. and spent some time with mm. some family friends Delicious. and my my sister as well. So had a great group there and beautiful weather and then as soon as i got home it was essentially the same weather here in baltimore so that's been i know yeah abby came home with some tacos yesterday i was like yes feels like austin out here yes yes austin's got the food scene and i love austin it's great and then uh, nessa and i are leaving for london tonight so it's been a lot of travel i'm doing a workshop and a conference platform talk in london next week Tuesday, Wednesday. So we're going a few days early to just hang out and get some work done, eat at some places that we like to eat at in London. And then, uh, it's, it's a real easy flight other than it's overnight. Uh, it's a really quick flight direct from Baltimore. Cool. Yep. Pretty fun. And then after that, I have like a week off, uh, and some other stuff's going on working, finally trying to wrap some Patreon posts I've been meaning to do for a while (laughs) now. And, uh, yeah, working on porting over my develop presets to the new, version two profiles that they put out a couple weeks ago. Yep. So they're updating each photographer's collection one at a time to, to be compatible. Uh, Oh, I did pre-order the new Fuji mirrorless camera. Oh, cool. Not a, not a huge fan of Fuji's crop sensors, but, uh, the, the camera looks promising. It's a bit pricey, $1,800 for a mirrorless camera. It's called the X H one and Nessa already owns so many lenses for it. I figured, yeah, I might as well buy it and try it. See if I see if, how how it goes. I love the colors on every Fuji camera I've, I've messed around with. So yeah, they've been and they've been getting even better and better since they first launched the X series. 
Yes. Um, and uh, well, this one looks really nice. And I got another new camera that I'm really excited about, but uh, I need to amass a collection of photos before I <laughs> you know, talk in more depth about it. But uh, so, yeah, a couple, couple of new pieces of hardware. Uh, that's, that's about it. Pretty, pretty quiet on the inquiries front right now. Like, yep, same. Huh, what's everybody doing? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a little weirding me out, but I'm also getting so, a, a decent amount of random weekly event shoot things like that. So that's, cool. that's sort of keeping, keeping me going a little bit. At least keeping my, you know, keeping my trigger finger happy, you know? All right. Well, that's, we've gone about, no, we haven't gone long, but uh, I got to finish packing. Uh, I'm starting to hit a wall here where we need to leave and I haven't packed any clothes for a week. <laughs> ah, so the old laundry conundrum. But I do have yet another rig for recording on the road. I'd like to try. Uh, so hopefully we can record a podcast okay. um, next week while I'm in London. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm going to try not have all my stuff still on this time. Yeah, let's let's avoid that. And no no more annoying bro-nose videos <laughs> about you, okay? Great. Yes. 